Well, thank you very much. Um, it's very nice to be here and nice to see some familiar faces. And uh, it's been a little while since I was at this meeting. Um, but uh, I've been at this meeting a number of times before and it's um, it's really helpful. And I really like the focus on the tools. Um, you know, I have to admit, I'm feeling some anxiety, like, you know, I'm not prepared well enough and um, I'm not gonna be coherent or helpful. And, you know, I just, you know, I realize those are, you'll come from a certain place that's not really the truth. And, you know, I feel like I can just be open and honest here with this group, but, you know, I do have a strong feeling to, you know, across my mind, maybe I should just cancel or, you know, uh, or do something else or second guessing myself or agreeing to, to qualify. And, um, you know, you know, I do want to talk about the loving inner parent and, you know, I feel like part of the loving inner parent is talking to that part of myself. Uh, I'll get into it a little bit more and saying, look, you know, you belong here and someone asked you to speak. <laughs> um, you know, you have a lot of recovery and you have a lot that you can share and you don't have to do it perfectly. You know, you, um, you know, I've just been scrambling. I was looking over, um, the literature and, you know, some of my, you know, I, I sort of keep a journal, um, and I was just looking over some things I've written recently, just to try to cobble my thoughts together. Um, yeah, and I feel like that, that's what I wanted to focus on is the, the inner loving parent. Um, and I feel like that's something that I've been cultivating more and more. And, you know, in times like this, cause I do feel like that part of me that wants to run away or feels I'm not good enough or I'm gonna screw it up. You know, that, that is definitely an inner child part. And that's a message I got <laughs> at a very young age um, through lots of different negative experiences. Um, and one thing I do wanna talk about also um, is having compassion for that kid. You know, there's part of me also that, you know, I, I developed really deep self-loathing growing up uh, that stuck with me for a long time. Um, and I feel like I still have remnants of that, but that was just like my default, like way of looking at myself um, and the world. And um, yeah, I think like just in a nurturing, compassionate way, just understanding like, look, that's, you know, it's no wonder you reacted that way. <laughs> um, having experienced what you did, um, and, you know, that was pretty adaptive, actually. You know, I really shut down and withdrew and retreated as a kid growing up, but I, I survived somehow, for better or for worse, and I'm here. Um, yeah, and, you know, I, that really loving, compassionate, understanding, and patient voice is, is a loving parent. Um, yeah, I'm just grateful for that. I know in the past, you know, I don't think there's think I've ever agreed to speak in a meeting and then actually canceled last minute. Um, those thoughts do come up, but I can think of other situations in my professional life or definitely in my personal life when, you know, I just ran away because it was too scary for me or I'd make excuses or not be open and honest and, and vulnerable. Anyway, um, I do know the format is to, is to read a passage from the Big Red Book, so I'm going to do that now. Um, so this is, I have, um, I'm not looking at the actual book now. I have it downloaded on my phone. 
So on the phone, it's page 237. So I don't think that matches up to the Big Red Book if anyone's looking at it, but it is, it's Loving Parent and it's under the, the, the chapter eight, the solution, becoming your own loving parent. Um, I just lost my page. <laughs> oh, so I did want to, I'll find it again in a second. Yeah. Uh, so loving parent, what does it mean to become your own loving parent? The first step in reparenting ourselves involves recognizing the loving voice inside. Our experience shows that every adult child has love inside, regardless of what the person says or believes. Love is there and it is original. As we awaken the loving parent inside, we remember a simple slogan, first things first. Many adult children rush into inner child work without taking time to meet their inner caring parent. As a result, some of us will struggle with finding the inner child until we take this necessary step. The inner child would not usually emerge until we establish our loving parent. That's it. Thank you. In some cases, a sabotaging aspect of the inner child will emerge if we rush this phase of our recovery. This angry aspect of the inner child can overpower the newly developing loving parent and delay recovery. There are many ways to awaken the loving parent inside, including writing a letter. We might say, dear loving parent, I recognize you and I am depending on you to help me be gentle with myself and more accepting of myself. Please challenge me to try if I'm apathetic, but also help me give myself a break if I judge myself too harshly. Help me focus on progress rather than perfection. We keep the letter handy and read it often until it feels natural to make contact with this loving part of ourselves. Reparenting ourselves can mean many things, but the central theme is that we are willing to challenge our critical inner voice and to care for the child within. By reparenting ourselves, we lose interest in harming ourselves with addictions and compulsions. We remind ourselves that we have work. We do this as often as it takes without thought of the repetition or how it might sound to another person. With a loving parent active in our lives, we stop assuming we have done something wrong when we encounter situations that have no right or wrong outcome. On the other hand, if we are a compulsive blamer, we stop looking for people to blame for our decisions. As a loving parent to ourselves, we pause and listen for the things we tell ourselves on a daily basis without thinking about their meaning. Most of us judge, criticize, condemn, or minimize ourselves without realizing the harm we commit against our soul. Even the adult child who seems to blame others without mercy secretly believes he or she has little value as a person. Okay, I'll stop there. Um, so um, I do struggle with um, getting in touch with my inner child or inner children. Um, and I've been, so I've been in recovery for over 20 years and ACA for I think it's probably been eight or nine years, somewhere around there. Um, and I, I go to some, you know, very related um, 12 step programs. So I have been doing this work for quite a while and have, you know, I've certainly gained a lot of recovery. Um, but I don't, I don't often feel like an inner child speaking to me, like I've sometimes heard other people share about, um, or I certainly don't feel a crystal clear desires. Um, you know, I feel like I'm sort of trying to figure out what my inner child is saying. 
And I do feel one thing is, you know, in doing this work, you know, my perfectionism and the critical parent often comes up in recovery work. Because there are, thankfully, there are lots of tools available and, um, you know, meditation and, and therapy and, you know, exercises and workbooks and meetings and, you know, support groups and fellow travelers and sponsors. And, and I just, I want to do all that immediately <laughs> all at once and just get it all done and get an A and, and move on. And it doesn't work that way, actually. And I do feel like in particular, part of that work is, you know, I experienced some really damaging trauma at a very young age over a period of years. And, you know, that's the, probably the, I guess the worst trauma that what I'm thinking of, I won't go into detail, um, but I've had lots of other traumatic experiences too. And, you know, I feel like often in doing this work, it's, you know, my inner parent wants to sit that kid down and say, tell me what happened. <laughs> and I know like if I was that age, I'd be absolutely terrified if, if an adult did that to me and I wouldn't say anything. And, you know, I think that's partly the challenge I have, um, you know, not to put that kid on the spot who was terrified, who didn't even understand what was going on other than it just felt bad. So, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm just, you know, trying to meet that kid on his own terms where he is and number one, say, you know, I care about you. <laughs> um, and it, I think in this program, they say, we, you know, we treat our, our inner child with attention, love and respect. And, you know, I just try to remember that and try not to focus on all the other tools because I, I can very quickly get a little crazy <laughs> thinking, you know, I have to remember everything and do it right and, or else, you know, I'm gonna screw it up or what have you. And, you know, I just try to let that go. And I do imagine myself as a, I don't have children of my own. Um, but I can actually be very good with kids. You know, I have a, a, a niece and five nephews who are all grown now. Um, five minutes. Thank you. But I feel like, um, you know, I just, you know, I can have a lot of fun with kids. And, you know, a lot of my good friends now are parents and I enjoy time with their kids and feel like I can, you know, pay attention to them. And then I also just soak up the energy, by the way. This is, a, it's not an official, ACA tool, but watching other loving parents <laughs> do their thing and and observe and take that in. And um, there's part of me, honestly, that's jealous of their kids that, oh, like, I wish I, and but that's okay. That's not a big part of me. I can just notice that and say, well, that's a good thing that these kids are really having um, loving, compassionate parenting. Um, but I also just, I, you know, I, it's really nice just to be around that. And sometimes that involves, you know, a lot of it is just showing love, but, you know, I've seen friends and other parents, you know, be, you know, have to discipline their kids in an, in an appropriate way, <laughs> you know, not with screaming or, or anything physical, but just explaining things to them and calming them down and just, you know, uh, explaining that, you know, things have consequences and this is why this is happening. Um, yeah, and I, I find that very nurturing too. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, the passage talked about, um, you know, we have to cultivate that inner loving parent first before we get, can really get in touch with the inner child. And I feel like that's what I'm doing. And I'm also just trying to put aside any agenda because 
I would like to just heal from that trauma and put it behind me and move on with my life. And, you know, that's not going to happen. Uh, I have healed from it in some, in many ways, um, but it's not totally gone. Uh, and it never will be. Um, but I'm cultivating a relationship with myself. Um, and I'm just growing to like myself. You know, I mentioned the self-loathing. I, for most of my life, I did not like myself <laughs> at all. You know, it's just something I learned as a kid. Just, you know, I didn't feel like I was just accepted in love for who I was. Just the opposite. You know, I felt like I was supposed to achieve something. And, you know, and I usually failed at achieving that. And, uh, yeah, that, that's not a good feeling. And, you know, I've acted out in lots of different ways. You know, I was a consummate people pleaser, um, you know, just losing my identity and chasing after people for approval. And I feel like I've just really let that go. And that that's character defense, I guess, that really has been lifted through this program. Um, yeah, and I just, you know, cultivating that relationship, you know, and, you know, I do, often think of, you know, particular situations that were really traumatized, traumatizing and damaging. And I'll go, you know, I often do this in meditation and it's imperfect. My mind wanders and, you know, even there too, I feel like I'm a lousy meditator, <laughs> um, which is crazy. But, you know, I think just taking some time out for myself, you know, that's attention for that inner child. Um, and, you know, sometimes, honestly, I don't give as much time or I'm distracted or, you know, I'm thinking about something at work or something else I want to do. Um, but I try to remember, you know, I, I need to show up just like I would as an actual parent to a child. Yeah, and if something is wrong, say, okay, well, maybe I need to change my plans or I can go into work a little bit late today or um, do something else different or I can call someone else, you know, to cover something for me because I need to spend time right here. And, that can be healing. I, I think what I've gradually started doing is instead of telling that kid <laughs> what I think, or, you know, that, oh, I'm sorry that happened and you shouldn't have experienced that. And this is what, you know, you should feel about it. I just kind of let him, I try to open up and just sit there and let him talk to me. And um, there are some particular situations that, you know, are just, you know, really haunt me. Um, and a lot of it is just, you know, the, the way I acted, I beat up on myself and usually just for um, being afraid. And, you know, I, it, those situations, I didn't have an adult that I could talk to. There were a couple of times I tried and it just made it worse. <laughs> Got berated or yelled at, um, which did not feel good. And just like uh, some deeper, um, but I feel like that is, that is working. And, you know, I've also been uh, in another program I'm working the steps and I'm on step nine and I'm just thinking about how do I make amends to myself and to my inner child. And um, it gets, it's a little convoluted just because, you know, I'm not necessarily the one who did harm in some ways. I guess I have been by, you know, engaging people pleasing or up the things and not paying attention to my own needs or respecting 15 myself. minutes. Thank you. I'll, I'll wrap up very quickly. Um, right? You know, I just do things differently. Um, you know, one thing is just reaching out to healthy people. The, the, the section I just read from the ACA book, I think it goes into that afterwards and 
you know, I just had, I was looking at my journal. I had a day recently where, you know, I filled my day with, you know, talking on the phone or going for walks in the park with other people in recovery and just taking care of myself. And that's much different. When I was growing up, I was extremely isolated, really shy, withdrawn and quiet and didn't have many friends. And, um, you know, I can love that part of myself. And at the same time saying, you know, we can hang out with people and we can reach out and, you take a risk and you don't have to take it personally. If someone's not available, you'll be able to find someone. And um, I think those are exactly things that a loving parent would do to encourage a child who is suffering in that way. So I will end it there. Thank you very much for listening.